When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The more I hear this song, the more I like it. It's good. Yeah. Say so, everybody. Welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Pee Wee Herman. Because I don't make monkeys, I just train them. That's right, Pee Wee. Uh, I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. I, that movie. I just I recently bought it on, uh, on iTunes just to have it. And just rewatched it, and Colin thought I was just an idiot because I'm laughing to myself because I, I, I could recite the whole movie. Yeah. And the humor kind of escapes him. So he was laughing just because I was laughing so hard. Um, but one of Tim Burton's best, in my opinion. It's so yeah. good. Large Marge. I love it. The, the Alamo. I wish we didn't know much about him, though, because he kind of ruined it. I know. He you, he he's creeps you out. Creepy. I know he does. Yeah, he's yeah. creepy. The great Jan Hooks as the tour guide at the Alamo oh, is yes. still yeah. one of my favorite guest stars in any movie. <laughs> yeah. Can you say tortilla? <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's chomping that gum the whole time. <laughs> Anybody have any questions? Yeah, when are we going to see the Alamo? The app, the ba- there is no basement in the Alamo. Yeah, anyway, I could see I could recite this whole movie, but anyway, so good. Jan Hooks, one of the most it's under such a creative movie. Yes, Jan Hooks, one of the most underappreciated uh, former SNLers. She was right. so good. She was with the cast of uh, Hartman. She was in that era. Uh, John, uh, Phil Hartman. Right. We kind of forget about her. We don't do. We? Um, Lovitz. Yeah. Lovitz. Uh, oh, Lovitz. When he played, Lex knows this, one of my, again, oh. when he played the devil, when he played Mr. Mephistopheles. Oh, my God. And they did a people's court ripoff, and Jan Hooks is like the trampy mom, and, and they're suing Mr. Mephistopheles, and John Lovitz comes in in the devil costume. Still one of my favorite skits of totally. all time. It's timeless. Yeah, it really is. There's... You look back on the history of SNL, and yeah, it ebbs and flows like any show. There's been good seasons. There have been good cast and bad cast. But the the talent in that pool, it's just yeah. amazing. It really is amazing to think about all the comedy greats that, that came in that show. And some people forgot about. Mm-hmm. You know, people forget Robert Downey Jr. was an SNLer. Julie That's Louis-Dreyfus. Right. Anthony yeah, Michael yeah. Hall. I mean, there's cast members that people forget. People don't even realize Chris Rock was on mm-hmm. SNL for a season or two. So, yeah. Anyway. Right, and then watching it now, I, it's kind of a bittersweet feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Yeah, because it's what like. What's happening? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's to me, everyone has their favorite uh, era. Um, the one I just listed is one of my favorites. The Jan Hooks, Phil Hartman. 
Uh, Phil's another one, too. He's on the Mount Rushmore. Um, that guy just... His Bill Clinton is still one of my favorite SNL presidential mm. uh, imitations. Because, um, you know, Billy Boy had a weight problem when he got into office. Yeah. And do you guys remember the, the skit right after Clinton was elected? Yeah. And Phil Hartman did a skit where he was jogging with the Secret Service and he stopped inside a McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Which, God. Didn't that really happen? He really I happened. Think he really, th- Billy, I think he really did that. Yeah. He went for a jog, but then went to, to McDonald's. McDonald's to say hi to people because he can't resist talking to people. So oh. he got diverted into a, a Washington, D.C. <laughs> McDonald's. Oh, gosh. It's so good. It's so good. And then the Tina Fey, oh. Amy Poehler era. Oh, my God. The Maya yeah. Rudolph flex, that yeah. era. With Tracy Morgan, and yes. Maya, and Andy Samberg. Yeah, oh, that was that's my favorite. Yeah, that was when Tina was head writer. I mean, that the writing during those years, uh, spot on. That's when we got Mom Jeans. Uh, we got Woomba. Brian Fellows. Oh, Brian Fellows. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that was Tina was such a good head writer, such a good head writer oh, on that yeah. show, and oh, Maya. Oh, Maya as Oprah, the the spoof for Oprah. Um, They did a favorite thing spoof, and the women's heads in the audience exploded every time they would. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, here's, uh, I actually have the Woomba. Listen to this. This is the Woomba. This is the uh, personal care robot. It's a takeoff of the, um, the robot that cleans your floor. When I feel fresh, I feel confident. When I feel clean, that's when I'm at my best. My life is hectic enough. I don't have time to worry about feeling refreshed. All across the country, thousands of women are discovering the next generation of freshness with Roomba. New from the makers of Roomba. The first fully automated, completely robotic feminine hygiene product. Oh my god. Roomba. It's a robot, and it cleans my business, my lady business. Roomba yeah. is a small display object that takes care of all your feminine hygiene needs. Activate Roomba, and it does the rest. Roomba's built-in sensors can tell when you're not at your freshest, and that's when Roomba goes to work. Its gentle but powerful onboard cleaning agents assure results every time. Once Roomba is activated, it is entirely self-sufficient. It cannot be turned off. (laughs) Roomba will address your feminine hygiene needs whenever and wherever it thinks it's best. That's the confidence you get from Roomba. Roomba, the little pink robot that cleans your noonie. From the makers of Noonie. It cleans your noonie. Oh gosh, it's so. That's again. That's. I've never heard. You've never. You've never heard that. Oh, Gwen. uh, Gwyneth Paltrow says that a lot too. Oh, she says noonie. Noonie. Yeah. Well, those eggs and stuff. Well, we have to play this one before we break, ladies and gentlemen. Mom jeans. Take a listen. Are you looking for the perfect gift for mom this Mother's Day? Introducing Mom Jeans, exclusively at JC Penney. Mom jeans. Mom jeans. Mom jeans fit mom just the way she likes it. Mom 
She'll love the nine-inch zipper and casual front pleats. <laughs> to fit a mom's body. She'll want to wear them to everything, from a soccer game to a night on the town. And with your choice of ankle length, capri length, or shorts, you'll find the perfect jean for even the least active of moms. So this Mother's Day, don't give mom that bottle of perfume. Give her something that says, I'm not a woman anymore. I'm a mom. Get a free applique mom jeans vest with every purchase this weekend at JCPenney. Oh, mom oh. jeans. So good. Oh. So, 7-12. Uh, 7-12 is the time on this Friday. Hey, Twin Cities Pride is going virtual. They need you. They need your support, which is critical to the future of Pride. So if you purchase one of our My Talker t-shirts, all the proceeds from the shirt sales go to Twin Cities Pride. Uh, all you have to do is go to MyTalk1071.com and enter keyword Pride. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to laugh some more. We need it on this Friday. Passing notes next. Now, it's time for one of the dumbest answers in game show history. Name something that follows the word pork. You pine. Mm -hmm. Huh? (laughs) This has been the dumbest answers in game show history. Back to you, Jason. You pine. (laughs) That's still one of those that just tickles me every time I hear it. Give me a word that follows pork. You pine. <laughs> Name something like, huh? that follows the word pork. You pine. <laughs> huh? Huh? Uh, it is uh, 719. Thanks for being here, everyone. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, at the beginning of what looks like a glorious weekend, capital yes. G. Um, 70s, 72, 73, 75. It, it just looks stunning. So it's it's going to be a good night, a good weekend. So go out there. If you're Alexis, go out in your front mm-hmm. yard and then go back yep. in. Uh, yep. She's kind of like Punxsutawney Phil. She sticks her head out and then <laughs> sees her shadow. And Lexi, run right back in. Right, girl? Yeah, pretty say. much. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yep. gosh, it's my life right now. <laughs> but but you said you might take a walk this weekend, right? Yeah. Lex? Oh yeah, yeah. We've been going on little walks and stuff, but um, but yeah, maybe we'll go go, go a little further. Yeah, go down the road a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we might go on a car in a car and uh, oh, oh my gosh, park or something. Wow. Whoa. Well, it really, you know, actually, Lex, do not for, let me forget. I want you to get passing notes, but do not let me forget. I'm going to write myself a note too. I have a question. Just remind me to say people holding Zen. Remind me to ask you that question. I have a fast okay. I have a fascinating question about babies and the pandemic. <laughs> fun fun combination, ah, yeah. Okay. Uh, right now though it's time for passing notes. Don what uh, Oh, Don, I see that there's a visual aid that yeah. goes with today's passing notes. Ah, yeah, in this see. note, my friend Sarah voiced by Donna Valentine drew a picture. Um, I already can tell you I know the incident that she's talking about. Oh, no. We were sitting on her couch at her house. Uh, Brad Pitt was next door because this is Sarah who lived next door to Brad Pitt. Oh. And um, her cat walked by and something fell out of its butt. Oh. What? (laughs) So that's the picture, the visual aid. So let's just get into the note, shall we? We shall. All right. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found 
read aloud by the My Talk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. Today's note is from Dawn's friend Sarah. I believe Sarah is on Dawn's BFF list. She's pretty funny. Uh, Gave us a recipe once. From Sarah's Kitchen. Recipe for mock peanut butter cups. Two sticks margarine, one cup peanut butter. Uh, this goes on for a little bit. Three and a half cups powdered sugar, two cups finely ground graham crackers, one package chocolate chips. Mix the butter and melted butter. Add powdered sugar slowly, then graham cracker uh, crumbs. Going. Press in cake pans, long rectangular time. Pour melted chocolate. Still going. Remove from the refrigerator, one hour before cutting to make it easier. Oh, and last time she did a passing note, this happened. What's up with Rob and Megan? She told me that he came down the hall toward her and Brandy, and they turned around. And they turned, and they around. turned around. Oh, right. Uh oh, what's happening? Turned around. Rob was walking down the hall. They thought it'd be funny <laughs> if they both would turn around. <laughs> turned around. Every move was synchronized so perfectly timed. They laughed so hard they both were in tears. Turned around. Okay, that's enough of that. Here's today's note from Sarah, portrayed by radio's Donna Valentine. Dawn, I know what you mean about Teresa. I feel like we should ditch or something. I know that's mean, but she's spending the night with me. Oh, you can too, if you want to. Yeah, spend the night with the girl she wants to ditch. F-U-N. Smiley face, smiley face. I hope she doesn't get that wasted. Maybe we can, quote, control her. Don't know. I think you do. I feel like telling her how I feel, but I'd chicken out. I'd also feel like she turned people against me. I need to chill out. Easy, Sarah. Easy. Okay, I know how you feel about eating out. Okay. Last year, I felt so awkward Uh at my other school. I just sat there. I was so cool. All right, I'm confused. Can we hear that again? Okay, I know how you feel about eating out. Last year, I felt so awkward at my other school. I just sat there. I was so cool. Hmm, Maybe there's some more context clues coming up. Of course, I went with my slut friend. Yeah, that clears it up. (laughs) They were making out everywhere. It was pretty funny. Okay, I texted Dawn and asked her what that whole part meant, and she said it was a reference to homecoming and how their rich friends would pick some fancy place to go out to eat before the dance and how the poor kids would sit there and order toast with their slut friend or something. <laughs> anyway, carry on, Sarah. I am pretty glad that Michael dumped Teresa. That saves a few butts. Mine, to be exact. Again, Michael is this guy. Did you tell your mom I wanted 185, not the Humpty? I am probably overreacting. Sorry. I better go or else I'll just blab on. Hashtag Ron Howard voice. She blabbed on. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad Teresa didn't call SS. Flip to page two. At the top, it says... If you ever want to talk about anything, you can talk to me, okay? Just thought I'd tell you. But remember that. Then back to the closing part of the note. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you later. Smile. Heart ya, Sarah.
P.S. You really can spend the night if you want to, okay? Then in big block letters. Dawn and Scott. Remember a few minutes ago when she said she should wrap up, otherwise she would just blab on? I'm bored, so I'm drawing, okay? <laughs> then there's a bunch of drawings. The first one is a stick figure with a big head saying, hey, baby. Then there's a picture of a cat saying, meow. Then two stick figures, one jumping, one standing there. The standing person's name is C.S. <laughs> C.S. says, was that good? The jumping one says, do your jump and I'll tell you. Then there's a cat and a turd. And then maybe two people huh? in bed. Or maybe two sperm with arms. And near the cat turd, it says something fell out of her butt. You probably had to be there. Then the note wraps up. Have you seen Faces of Death? It's so nasty. We'll have to watch it if you haven't. Then a chance to check a box, yes or no. You don't have to check one, just tell me, or you don't even have to tell me. And now to find out if Dawn ever watched Faces of Death, ditched Teresa, cleaned up that cat turd, ate out with a slut friend, or jumped good enough for CS, here's Springfield High's Dawn McLean. There's a lot going on there, Dawn. There's a lot, Lex, that we have to unpack. Oh my, my gosh. My two favorite quotes, probably, well, Lex, we had three great quotes today from Alexis <laughs> in the first hour. Is that also how everyone feels about Dan's trivia night? And so now in this hour, my two favorite quotes are toast with their slut friend uh-huh. and sperm with arms. I- <laughs> You can and see the that turd. What's yeah, up? Yeah, Lex, that one too. You can see that picture on my Twitter, Dawn at Dark. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. What oh, happened so there, Dawn? What happened? Yeah, uh, well, well, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Yeah. And, and you uh, explain yourself. Yeah. When we return. <laughs> Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming all over the world at MyTalk1071.com and on various home devices. Like Alexa and Google Home. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. We just heard passing notes, and as Alexa said, there's a lot to unpack. Um, there's uh, yeah. a slutty friend. There's a uh-huh. sperm with wings. Uh, there's a cat pooping. I mean, there's uh-huh. just a lot. Dawn, what would you like yeah. to say? Well, if you go to my Twitter, you can see the photo that he described, uh, that she drew. Uh, the little drawing. Um Let's see. Where do we start here? Well, the cat pooping I already explained in the last break. But, yeah, I totally remember. We were sitting on her couch, and her cat walked by, and something fell out of its butt, which we thought was (laughs) hilarious. It was just, you know, didn't finish in the litter box or whatever. Um, So that happened. Um, And then, then, let's see. We have... um, we have, uh, I know that the jumping part, um, we had a cheerleading coach. We were cheerleaders together, and so she was practicing her jumps, and this lady wasn't very nice, and she was criticizing her. So that's what that has to do with. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. What else? I mean, gosh. Oh, the, well, she mentioned the, the, the slutty friend. Uh, she's describing <laughs> well, a school that? she used to go to, and I don't know who that was. She's just like, oh. well, I was with my slut friend. And we didn't eat anything because we couldn't afford to. Before we went to dances, you know, we would go out to eat yep. as a group. And our friends that their 
parents would just give him give them like a hundred bucks or whatever. I mean, we had to save our own money to do this stuff. Yeah, we had to put in to rent a limo. You know, get too. our shoes dyed to match our dress. I mean, oh yeah, it's a lot. the corsage. Oh no, the the guy bought the corsage. But I yeah. mean, this was not. I, I don't know about your parents back in the day, but they didn't just give me money. No, I had to like babysit uh-huh. to get yep. money. I had I to get a job. Get, uh, yeah, I didn't yep. get. An, I didn't have an allowance for doing jobs at home. I just had to do the jobs yes. with no pay. <laughs> yeah, darn yeah, it. Part work. of living at the house. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, and as far as the sperm with wings, those are two people sitting on a couch. That's Sarah and I sitting on a couch. Oh, okay. Uh, where she says something fell out of her butt. Oh, well, there, there we go. you go. <laughs> well, that was just fantastic. It was. That of was... course. Thank you, Rocco, for putting oh. that together. As always, Rocco. Yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, we have a little bit of breaking entertainment news. Um, ABC just announced that they have cast, after 40 seasons and 18 years, their first Black Bachelor. All right. How many years have we been saying this, guys? I I stopped watching because of it. I'm like, come on, this is ridiculous. Well, I tweeted. I said, I don't know whether to say congratulations or what the hell took you so long, ABC. Uh, All right. Um, But a dude is named Matt James. He was originally cast as a contestant on the upcoming uh, Claire season and is known by folks in Bachelor Nation as Tyler Cameron's best friend and business partner. He's 28. He's a real estate broker. He's an entrepreneur, uh, a community organization founder, and um, he's going to be the lead. So now, right. Okay. Uh, Now, let me just say, uh, I would be lying if I didn't think this, Uh, this would mean more if I didn't feel like this was just the reaction to recent pressure. Exactly. But at yeah. least we're... Um, I mean, look, progress is progress. We'll yeah. take it. Mm-hmm. But this, I think this would have meant more had oh, they yeah. done this uh, for season, oh, I don't know, 30. <laughs> and I'm being generous there. Uh, season Oh, you mean 20. Not, not immediately. Well, no, I mean, or this would have meant more if if they had just done it because it was the right thing to do. I, I kind oh, of, right. I'm looking at this a little suspiciously and I am like, okay, you're doing it uh, because. Too little, too late. Yeah. Um, but look, it's still great. Congratulations. As Amy Daniel says to us, uh, thanks for doing your job. <laughs> Congratulations yeah. on doing your job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't mean to sound negative about it. It really I mean, is. There's great, probably but... a lot of black backlash for it too. And even if um, you know you were maybe a fan or you thought, oh, maybe I'll I'll watch now, um, for that very reason, they might just say, well, yeah, a little too, too little, too late. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. but like you said, hey, at least it's yeah. The end. The this the end result is what we wanted. Yeah, because again. I, uh, Phil Jones, unpaid researcher, who, by the way, uh, payroll's backed up, Phil. You're not going to get your check for a few months. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Phil Jones just put it in. The show debuted in 2002. Yeah. Think about that. It's been a long time. Think about that. There has not been a person of color as The Bachelor. There hasn't been a black man, a person of color, nothing for yeah. almost 20 years of this television yeah. program. 
And then The Bachelorette, what, just a couple years ago, right? Or a few years ago? A few years Rachel, ago. Rachel, yeah. And Rachel is making news because she said she was going to, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but she said, yeah. I am out. If yeah. this doesn't mm-hmm. change, if this culture doesn't change on this show that I'm associated with, I am out. Do not put me in brochures. Do not I use my face. engagements. I'm done yeah. with yeah. the franchise. And she said, season 25, it has to be this season. Yeah. She demanded yeah, the next see? season. So they did it. Um, yep. I'm glad. I'm going through a list um, on a website called Splinter. I've never seen this before. But it's a history of black contestants on the franchise completely. And oh. they're going through and they're listing. And it's pretty shocking that if you look at all of the Bachelorette seasons, there were about three, looks like four seasons where there were no black contestants. Mm. Wonderful. <laughs> Jeez. Really? I mean, if there are, there's maybe like one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all, yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, and this glides perfectly in as we take a, a little entertainment break here. Uh, you heard Don mention it in the Dirt Alerts a couple times. There is growing pressure, uh, and this hits close to home for me, obviously, because of my love and uh, my other, my third job, uh, Fairy Godfathers. There is pressure on the Walt Disney Company to change the theming of of uh, Splash Mountain mm-hmm. at the parks. Right. How do you feel about that? You know what, Lex? I'm I'm I uh, you know like with the Gone with the Wind debate. I'm very much with Whoopi Goldberg. Um, I hate the term slippery slope, but I agree with Whoopi. I don't think you should pull the film. I think you should put a slate at the beginning to give historical context. Mm-hmm. That's not I don't I don't disagree with that um, because if you start down the road of pulling gone with the wind, like Whoopi said, um, you're going to have to pull a lot of films. Um, and uh, it's anyway with this. I don't mind this. Colin and I have always um, uh, when we approach that ride, we always go, well. Here's the racist rabbit ride. I mean, you know, and the right. rabbit, the oh, character, yeah. the character of the rabbit isn't. But this film, if you guys don't know, um, the reason this is making news is the 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 film's theming, or I'm sorry, the ride's theming is wrapped around a movie called Song of the South. Uh, it's from 1946, and it was a live action, like Mary Poppins. It was an animated slash live action movie that that Disney did, and it takes place in the South uh, during Reconstruction. And uh, and there's there's um uh, there's a seven year old who visits his grandmother's plantation. Well, and we could stop right there, and you guys could immediately see the problems that right. would that, and, and, uh, would come up. So. This is an opportunity for them to just mix it up anyway. It probably it needs a, a well, nice fresh start anyway. So why not? Thank you for saying that because there is you know Disney there, there is a precedent here. There is a precedent of you know I don't want to be hypocritical. I I just said you know it would have meant more for the Bachelor to do this twenty years ago. Yeah, it would have meant more if Disney would have done this several years ago. Yeah. Uh, but I forgive them a little bit more on this move because there is a precedent. Disney does change theming around rides when they necessary. Yes. Um, so it's not like they're pulling this out of nowhere. Because, um, I mean, how it would not be fun if you get on the ride and they're like, hold on, let me give you some cultural context no. for this ride. No, they, and then you're like, let's have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> they, they could easily, you know, one of the things, and this wasn't a controversial move, but this is a precedent. Disney has changed theming on a ride before. Epcot Center's aquarium used to be something different, and then when Nemo 
Nemo came out, they attached Nemo's uh, branding to that ride. Uh, the Norway ride in Epcot used mm. to just be about Norway, uh, the Maelstorm, and then they changed it to Frozen. Um, so there's a precedent here. This wouldn't be out of character, f- no pun intended, for Disney to do this. And the idea of uh, uh, folks in this petition want to change it to um, the Princess and the Frog, which features the first uh, black princess. That would be great. It's you know what Lex. Why I don't think it's pandering is it works. Uh, it, it 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 it's perfect. It it, it goes with that ride because yes. that movie takes place in New Orleans. Uh, and there's waterways in New Orleans, and it would be perfect. Yes. And at Disneyland, I don't want to get too inside baseball here, but we're talking about it, and I want to give proper context and, and layers here. The ride, Splash Mountain in Disneyland and, and Anaheim, is right, basically right next to New Orleans Square. So it's perfect. I mean, it, w- it would be a perfect uh, symmetry for Disney yes, to do would. this. Um, and it would it would go a long way, I think. Um, it would be expensive. Yes. And company, you know, Disney's losing billions every day. This probably won't happen in the next year or two. But I got to tell you, it would shock me if, if this didn't come to fruition within mm-hmm. the next three years. It's smart. And then it mixes it up. It gives something exciting yes! for something those who new. go all the time. Yes, rides yeah. change all the time. It's going to be cha-ching. Yep. They they put they put a Star Wars wrapping on on the beloved Space Mountain a few years ago, <laughs> right? So anyway, uh, coming up on seven forty three. When we come back, uh, the one and only TV TRL. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the seventies or eighties. Thirteen historic years, J.R. Ewing has double crossed his friends, betrayed his family and destroyed his enemies. May 3rd, it'll all be over. It's JR's Judgment Day. Dallas, trust us, it ends with a bang. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Actually, it didn't end with a bang. It ended with a whimper in one of the worst series finales ever in the history of television. Oh, I was wondering, did he get his judgment day? No, he did not, Alexis. It was the oh, stupidest. Not a it root well, no. The show had kind of fallen apart before that anyway. But anyway, uh, no, it was a horrible series finale for Dallas. They should have been ashamed of themselves. It ended on a stupid cliffhanger, which I'm still bitter about. But anyway. Be that as it may. Uh, welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one oh seven one. Everything entertainment, everything TV themes. Uh, get ready. Roll down your window. It's a beautiful day. Sing along with all of these themes that will take you back uh, to your childhood and to your teen years. It's TV TRL. Welcome to TV TRL. Television totally request live with Jason Lex. Here's Jace. Thank you very much, Rocco. We're going to get you humming and singing and laughing and cheering into your weekend. And we're going to start with an Alexis favorite. Everybody knows the words to this. Starring Will Smith. It ran on NBC for many years, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel-Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple 
couple of guys who were up to no good Started making trouble in my neighborhood I got in one little fight and my mom got scared I said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air I whistled for a cab and when it came near The license plate said, fresh and it had dice in the mirror If anything, I could say that this cab was rare But I thought, man, forget it, yo, home's the Bel Air I pulled up to the house about seven or eight And I yelled to the cabbie, yo, home, smell you later Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there To sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air One of the few reasons it's good to get HBO Max <laughs> Just being honest <laughs> Oh, it's on there, yeah. It's, it's one of the few well, good things about it. But, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. They literally, I read, it made me Aww. so mad. I read the Vulture, and I always trust Vulture. They did a breakdown of HBO Max and why it's not really winning right now. And they said Warner Brothers intentionally didn't put a lot of their library titles on there. They wanted to curate it. They didn't care about quantity. They wanted to just do quality. I'm like, you have ER in your library. Morons. You have That's e- not even on there? No. They what? have ER. They even referenced it. It wasn't me. They referenced, they said, Warner Brothers has in their vault mega TV hits like ER, Dallas, and they actually mentioned Knott's Landing. And they said, and they're not using them. They're not utilizing them on HBO Max. I'm like, that's a big you mistake, hook people. people right yeah. away. You do. Because content. Move on. Yep. They will forget. Yep. Uh, let's go to the 80s. Uh, we don't play this one a lot. It's so good. It was based on a great film and starred the great Debbie Allen. Great, great, great. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to live forever. It's fame. I remember watching that. Lex, that was probably a little too... You were just a kid when that was on. Yeah, fame missed me. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember oh, it, Don? I didn't watch it anywhere. Well. I mean, other than yeah. the movies. Yeah. Well, do you I, remember it, Kenny? I loved it. Yeah, I remember it well. Oh, it's so, it was so good. So, so good. Okay, now she's listening, and we're all going to laugh because we play this one, uh, and it's so cheesy. It, it You're going to want some Triscuits or some Ritz crackers. Uh, we're <laughs> dedicating this to Sonia Ungerman, our sales manager, and Amy, Amy Bitter Daniels. Um, this is from the 70s. This is oh, yes. Eight is Enough, and they love this no, one. Listen to how too. cheesy this is, everybody. <laughs> and we need a little cheesy yeah, right now. Here we go. There's a magic in the early morning we found When the sunrise smiles on everything around It's a portrait of the happiness that we feel and always will Like bright and shiny new dimes If we're ever puzzled by the changing time 
there's a plate of homemade wishes on the kitchen windowsill. And it is enough to fill our lives with love. Oh, so cheesy. You do <laughs> oh, need a cracker. I love that theme. Oh, okay. that's great. He sounds like he's on show, Quaaludes. But... He's just like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, it's a great range for everyone to sing along. It is. Our final one is dedicated Deep. to Dawn. We played oh, Murder, She Wrote for Alexis. We yes. ran a Dallas commercial for me. I have something yes. coming up for Kenny and the Eight. Ladies and gentlemen, our final one here. Twin Peaks. Plus, Alexis cannot wait for the 8 a.m. to start. You know why? Because it's forced movie review time. (laughs) Killer horny puppets in Puppet Masters. She will review at 8.30. Stay right there. We'll be back after these messages. It's a beautiful day.